When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review. It is the Week in Review. Doug, let's start with the cricket. Uh, Australia wrapped up their series against England with a clean sweep. Not many were there to see no. part of it. Fatigue. It's Not for the players, on. but for the fans. Given the fact it is... Not Early. even December yet. Yeah, I, I think that's right. I think that's what can happen. But, you know, these things get ventured in. But, yeah, after their – I reckon after their World Cup, they would have been disappointed about It's good to get back and beat England in the 3-1 day. It's good to see guys getting hundreds and doing well. Um, but, yeah, I think I think going forward with not even a test match play, there's that. Then there's another test match series against South Africa. Then I think there's another one-day try series at the end of the mm. season. So there's, there's BBL. Then there's the Ashes next year. So there's a lot, a lot of cricket going to get played. So if you're a cricket snuff, you're going to be enjoying it. You are going to be enjoying it, but not many have been. Is this no. a worrying sign potentially for the BBL, given that they're the one that's sort of wedged in the middle of mm. an international summer uh, and the fact that there was just 10,000 people at, a, at an ODI at the MCG? You know, I hope not mm. because I think the um, BBL, going to the BBL is, is wonderful. Yeah. Three hours. COVID's finished. All the regulations yep. are gone. We can get their family there. So I'm, I'm hoping it's not because uh, the crowds there last year weren't, and let's be honest, they weren't good. Yeah. People were searching for it. So, no, I hope I hope something changes this year. I hope people get out. And you know what? I reckon it's the weather as well. Mm. We haven't had a proper summer in probably two or three years. So I reckon we need to get out there. And, you know, there's some good games. There's some good players. So let's just get out there and enjoy it. Speaking, of, yeah, you go on the uh, Big Bash auction. We saw the player draft introduced this year. Unfortunately for the Melbourne Renegades, yep. they got pick number one. They haven't been going so well, and they picked up Liam Livingston, who's yep. this English player, uh, lit up the T Twenty World Cup, but he has had to pull out. Yep. So Martin Guptill from New Zealand comes in. Dougie, what, what did you make of the draft as a concept? I didn't like it. Didn't, didn't like, like it. No, didn't like it well, because like it's good to try something different and everything, mm. but it was just. I don't know. It kind of looked a bit forced for me. You know what I mean? It's good to get people in. If they were going to do it, they probably should have done it like now yeah. or a couple of weeks ago where when you, you get it in there, get it pumped, getting ready. And now got because they would have known these players if they're going to play or not. Because when they do it six months ago yeah. and these guys, obviously they probably would have known if they're playing or not, but selection comes into it where if they had done it two, even three weeks ago, they go, okay, we've got these certain players because other players might've, been available now. Yeah, like, like Martin Martin, yeah, Exactly right. Yeah, Martin Guptill's come in and all these guys. So I reckon it, it, it can work. It's just the timing's the key. Players that have been going well, David Warner and Travis Head, they're enormous yep. in, in the series. It's important that um, that our good players are playing well. Yep. Um, yeah. who, who sort of backs them up? Mate, I reckon they back themselves up. Yeah. I think when they're playing like that, they 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 can kind of bond. And now that they're going to be there opening the batting together, mm -hmm. I reckon that's great. And then all of a sudden, you know, everyone sees Steve Smith start to get some really good runs, a bit of technique change, and look how he looks a different player. Mm. So I think those one, two, three, four players, if they're on song, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great summer. 
Um, and I, as I said, I, I think the team just backs themselves up. They get a bit of winning. Winning's contagious, don't you reckon? Like yep, it once is. you start winning yep. and once you start winning and know, oh, yeah, it's a good habit to get into. Exactly, exactly yep. right. And nobody likes losing, and you know nobody's a good loser. But once you find that rhythm and you know, you know, you've got that confidence, I reckon Travis Head will get something out of that. Plus, he's a good captain as well if if he ever needs it. Yeah, who would you go for, Warner or? At the Travis moment, I, at the moment, I'd go for Warner. Okay, just because I think he's been there longer. There's a senior part of that and his experience. And Travis Head's only young, so he could slide into that yep. perfectly. But I think just with top of the order, David knows the players, knows the bowlers, knows the grounds. I reckon that'd be. That'd be good for him to. I wouldn't say finish his career, but he's on that side of the, of the yeah, scale of yeah. you know you know what it's like, mate. When cricket's number two, three, or four, you get yeah. better. You're yeah. a better player Absolutely. because it's not your whole life it's anymore. Not your whole life. He's got a pretty good balance there, Dave. Warner. Yeah. NRL, the Rugby League World Cup has been run and won. Your thoughts on the World Cup as a whole, Doug? Would would did it grasp everyone like we thought it was going to be in the in the year of World Cup? I reckon if it wasn't in England, yes, it would have. Okay. Um, but I, it just shows, I think, it's it's not even in the top five over there, is it? Like, it would have been good for the guys to go over there and travel. But if it was over here or even Fiji or Samoa, okay. it would have been heaps bigger. But everyone gets their turn. It was good for Australia to win both, the men's and women's. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think the crowds could have been bigger or I don't know. I don't know if it was promoted well. Yeah. I'm not too sure. I'm sure it was. Give out your thoughts. Yeah, Look, I think it was it was a shame because it really mm. was built up to be this great World Cup where there was a lot of floggings, and I know that's going to happen with some of the minnow mm. teams. Uh, but from a great point of view, Samoa did really well. They yes. made the final, and it's brought up a lot of conversation. But who were some of the players? Like, I know you've got your Roosters hat on, Nick, but mm. some of the players that stood out for you across the competition? Oh, look, it, it was... <laughs> I obviously had the Roosters hat on and made sure that uh, they had a, a smattering across yep. all the teams. But for me, and I don't know how, whether it, it, it makes the competition go an extra week or an extra two weeks, but like an NBA final sort of system. So yeah. the 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 so-called minnows, they play and they, they work their way into this. And you want to see the best teams play multiple times, not just in maybe a pool match and then maybe a final. Maybe it's a best of three or a best of two mm. or whatever that can be. Whether that stretches out, whether that gets rid of a few of the the, the lesser flogging games yep. earlier on in the tournament, and it's just good quality rugby league for the whole tournament, I'm not sure. Well, you'd think Samoa, right? So say Samoa and Tonga, at this point of where they're developing, they would want to play more against Australia and New Zealand because that's the way they'll get yep. better as well. I think it was Sats or Badge on Sports Day. They had an idea of how to fix the World Cup was Badge that the stronger teams go in a pool together. So they play each other and then one team misses out on the final system. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Minnow teams who are there to represent their country. Obviously, they want to play. But when Jamaica Jamaica lost, what, 84 to 6 or something like that. And, like, it's great for Jamaican rugby league and they scored a try. But at the end of the day, like, if you're selling the Rugby League World Cup, around the world, you want good games. And we got, maybe we can count on one hand, yeah. good games between good teams. But look, it's something they need to look at ahead. Wayne Bennett came out this week, boys. He was talking about international eligibility with state of origin. You look through that Samoan side, plenty of those players play for New South Wales, yep. Nick. Yep. How do you see this sort of, What do you see it working together? Mm. Because it looks to me, we're going to have to pick one sooner or later. Yeah, I think so. And that, that eligibility thing has always been 
pretty murky uh, anyway, and now it makes it even more. Uh, and sometimes mm. uh, <laughs> they can shift the goalpost, pardon the pun, to to get the right player into the right team that they need. But what it does show is that uh, that Pacific Island Test Series or that window while the State of Origin is on, um, it, it's going to be it, it should be there, and it should be more than one game. And look. We we talk about taking things from from other sports, EPL the in the in the soccer international window the the soccer competitions they shut down for two or three weeks and I think the mm. NRL could potentially do that and if you had State of Origin and a Pacific Nations Test Series going for just three consecutive weeks, knock that over uh, the. Uh, the other players um, is, at, that are still playing club football they get a rest, uh, yeah. they're refreshed, they're not sort of. You know, shouldering the load while the while the rep players are out doing their thing at training and, and in games. Um, so you get three weeks of really good quality international and state of origin football, men's and women's. Uh, I think that's absolutely important. And then uh, you, you lock down the NRL competition for three weeks. What you do then is then you, you, your viewership gets picked up in the back end because you're not seeing South play whoever with, yeah. with no Latrell Mitchell and no... And, and some of the clubs can treat that as like a little preseason. Absolutely. You, you know, if you're, you're if freshen you, people up, if, you, you, if you're a bit sore and tired yep. by that's the middle of the year. All right, Nick, why don't you just have a week off, get yourself yep. right, um, go and enjoy a week of golf, and then you can yep. come back. And, uh, it and, makes and, sense. and that can also shine the light on the 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 second tier competitions Absolutely. as well, because yep. I think yep. there be there be players going, okay, Doug, you've, you've played three first grade games in the first half of the year. Go back and play for Norse Bears mm, for yep. the next few, and and then those players will drip back. The shot, the spotlight is shone back on the second tier competitions yep. in New South Wales and Queensland for three weeks, uh, and then we can pick back up after that rep series. And that and that boost your club team gets, whatever it be, they're like, oh my god, we got we got these players back. Like yep. that that the boost for your club team, and you get to go back to your club. Yep, you get to go back to your club and. And have that, in, I wouldn't say that enjoyment factor of like back with the guys. So I, I think that's a good idea. Yep. Uh, Phil Rothfield has released his top 50 players for 2022. Any surprises there? I haven't seen it. Joey Manu, number two. Number yeah, two. I like that. List. I like that. That's, I think that's outstanding. Like, look, let's not lie here. We're all Roosters fans. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Manu. Welcome to Roosters Radio. So, well, we try not to, we but Joey Manu, to. number two. Oh, mate. Surprising, not surprising. He, he'll be number one once you see his kicking game next year. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Do, is there a kicking – do they have a kicking coach now, do they? So, <laughs> pre-season would have started for some of the teams around yeah. the NRL. How the chook's going? Oh, it's just gross. He feels for you. You feel yeah. sorry for do they? What are they doing? Like, what's a what's – a, like, not to give everything away, like, yeah. is it Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Yeah, Monday, somebody went Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Run, uh, run, run. Oh, yeah, they do. It, probably the NRL boys uh, run a lot less than the AFL boys. They've just got a lot more mass to carry around, so you don't want them doing a, a heap of running. But um, already into um, into some sort of game sim stuff at the Roosters. Uh, it's a really good opportunity for both the young players and young coaches mm. to be able to to jump in and, uh, and sort of uh, – you know, lead the way in a, in a preseason where a lot of uh, Robbo's not back and a lot of the the big name roosters won't be back no. until after Christmas. So it's a real opportunity for for young players uh, to step up at, at all clubs in in the preseason. And I'm sure the boys on the, the training the house up and training the house down, all those sort of things come out. But yeah. 
It's an imp- it is an important time, but I joined in a little bit of the running yesterday. It's just gross. It so sucks. Trials <laughs> are stated for the second week of February, I think, yep. right? So this eight-week mandatory rest period is going to be across the yep. NRL. Do you see there's going to be a bit of an impact in the first couple of weeks of NRL next year or not really? Yeah, I think there will be. Yeah. Off the World Cup year being so late and, and making sure there's the mandatory uh, eight weeks, which is important. And speaking of where the World Cup was, I think the uh, the players are quite happy of where the location <laughs> yeah. of the World Cup was. Saved yeah. them a few flights over and back. And, right. uh, and you know what? Good on them. Because they've been, they've been playing for, what, nine months straight yep. in a physical game. Mm-hmm. And they've done well. But I think you're right. And it just depends how injured some blokes are, how if, if they need to go have surgery or whatever. But... And going back to what you're doing with the chooks, like it, the kicking stuff that you're doing, is it more just technique? Is it more, you know, you've got that extra time to kick? Like what, what is your main focus? Yeah, in... it's technique at the moment. Yeah. Uh, it's technique. Um, and a lot of the technique is after fatigue because they've just done some running, but yeah. working on some technique. Um, and there's a sort of a, a cross section of players that are there. Look, Dewey Hutchins is, is there. He's... Uh, working on some different things. Sammy Walker's trying to add a few different yep. bits and pieces to his kicking game and then individually working on the techniques there and then working with Cooper Cronk, br- bringing that into the technical side. <laughs> he looks like such a good bloke. <laughs> He's a great bloke. Oh. And, he, and he, it was when I first started at the Roosters, it was like, okay, yeah, um, this Cooper Cronk, and what am I going to teach this guy? But he was like, oh, I want to learn this. I want to learn that. He's so proactive. And you don't become that great. You don't fluke it. Yeah. Um, so he's um, he is a good man, Cooper Cronk. And so basically my job as the, the technical kicking coach at the Roosters is to give the boys as many clubs in the bag as they've yeah. got. Yep. And then Coop's like, okay, when we get to this part of the field, in this part of the game, you need to be able to execute this kick. So uh, that can, I suppose that part is angles. Yep, angles, uh, momentum, and a few different technique things. And That's it does great. help when you've got the uh, the twin towers out on the wing too. you just got to get it somewhere out there. Suwali. Is he impressed you the most, Suwali? Yeah, he's a pretty impressive unit, mate. He's very impressive. I reckon he could bowl pretty quick too. I haven't he seen him roll could. the arm over, but he has. <laughs> no, just wrapping up the week in review in F1, Dan Ricciardo will return to Red Bull next year as a backup driver. Bit of a homecoming there for Dan Ricciardo in the F1.